Welcome to episode 327 of the show. I'm coming to you live and direct from the fewer queues of Abuja. For some reason that we haven't been able to figure out, I mean, depending on which media outlet you follow, so supposedly it's because of contaminated fuel and then delays at port and um, all kinds of things. We're now back in the situation where lots of us are having to queue for fuel. Now, I figure that my time is much more valuable and I've been buying from the uh, black market. Those are people who uh, try to hustle and sell fuel on the side. And so far, I have bought at almost twice the price and I've done that two or three times. But I'm beginning to feel as if I'm playing Russian roulette with my car because, you know, there are reports of people who have bought black market fuel and have bought some adulterated mix of uh, God knows what. So today I decided to give myself brain, as we like to say in this part of the world. So I had to give myself some wise counsel and right now I am on the queue and I have blocked out five hours and I hope that the five hours would be enough to get the fuel and at the rate at which the queue is moving, even though there is absolute mayhem in front of the filling station, I'm confident that I should be able to buy uh, the fuel within the five hours. So if I get the fuel within five hours, you guys will hear from me tomorrow and I will um, give you guys the gist about all the adventure that I was up to while on the fuel queue. Anyway, for those of you who've been listening, watching and following for a very long time, you remember that this is actually how I started my career should you say career in podcasting okay well back then it wasn't a podcast it used to be the facebook videos so for those of you who've been with me from day one um beyond the three years that we've been on this um podcast ride that's uh, following me from my facebook videos you remember that the first time i ever shot a video was um back when my oldest was a little baby i think then it was a couple of months old and we must have been in the good luck jonathan era i think and I happened to be on a fuel queue, and so I figured, you know, what the heck, let me just whip up my phone and then make a video. So, whenever I have to make recordings like this, you know, chilling on the fuel queue, whipping up my phone, it brings back lots of fond memories, if I can put it that way. Anyway, this should be a challenge to those of us who are getting older, at least old enough to run for office soon. I can't remember what the constitutional uh, limits are. Uh, but I'm assuming that if the not-too-young-to-rule thing got passed, then maybe we should be looking at 40, 45. You know, we don't have to be as old as 60. So let's get ready. Let's start uh, sharpening our... Well, I was going to say sharpen our swords, but I guess that kind of language doesn't bode well for countries like Nigeria where we've had electoral violence. But bottom line is we need to start getting ready, especially those of us who have some expertise in trying to solve problems in the corporate space. So I guess a much more objective, uh, professional, problem-solving mindset might be what is required to um, get us out of this mess. Well, not just the fuel mess, but running the uh, country, uh, running the country better than it is at the moment, so we don't have to face some of these perennial problems. Because it absolutely is a shame that um, my father's generation fuel queues, in my generation fuel queues, and the way that things are going, it looks like for my son's generation is going to be fuel queues um, as well. So, um, what was I? Gosh, I just went off on a tangent. 
on the whole political whatever anyway bottom line is let's get ready let's start uh, getting ready to get uh, involved in shaping the policy environment that we live in because um, a whole lot of us have a lot more to offer not just in the corporate sphere or in the business sphere but also on a national level as well so let's get ready to be involved as we grow older but of course we have to make sure that our families are well fed and that our businesses run very well because getting engaged in politics is an expensive um, venture, especially if it doesn't um, work out well for you. So that's even all the more uh, important why we should make sure that we get involved in um, uh, sales and selling so that we can have a nice healthy uh, bank account to bankroll our political ambitions in the future. Well, anyway, I didn't come up here to talk about um, politics in the morning. And I guess you can see why I, sh I shy away from these topics. Because once you get going on uh, rants like this, um, it's um, hard to stop. So anyway, let's get back to what we have been talking about uh, this last couple of days. And we've been looking at reasons why selling is scary. And some reasons why people uh, choose not to sell. Or not to engage with uh, directly trying to sell. Now, sometimes selling is hard because we're looking at the whole elephant instead of trying to tackle it one bite at a time. I'm sure some of you listening to the podcast are used to the uh, proverb. Is it an East African proverb? I think it's uh, about a question of how best do you eat an elephant? And then the answer is one bite at a time. So if you were to look at the whole elephant, it's going to be really, really, really daunting. Looking at hundreds... Uh, I think the elephants weigh up to a ton. I think a ton would be a thousand. Anyway, so it will be really, really daunting looking at hundreds and thousands of kilograms of meat. I'm wondering, how am I going to finish this all? But if we just think about it in terms of, you know, one bite at a time. So today I'm going to hack off a little meat and then roast it. Tomorrow, hack off some more and then boil it. And then the day after, um, I don't know, hack off some more and then bake it. Eventually, we're going to be able to get rid of the whole elephant and it won't seem so daunting because we're going to tackle it one bite at a time. So, all we have to do is to try and figure out ways to break up the elephant of selling into smaller, doable parts. And if you do that, it's not going to be that scary, after all. Now, what is one typical way in which this whole metaphor of the elephant um, applies? And it's this situation where most people try to go in, they try to go in with flourish, they try to have the grand speech, they try to look smooth, they try to dress right, they try to go in there and just... Bam, they just walk away with the order immediately. And uh, that is typically what is called a one, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, a one call close. Uh, yeah, is that a one call close or a one time close? No, a one, yeah, that's a one time close. So that's considered to be a one time close in traditional sales circles. And that's the idea that you're just going to walk in, this is the first time that you're meeting someone, but because you're so fresh, you're so smooth, you're so articulate, that you're just going to go in there and you're just going to walk away with 500k. You collect your money, you're full, and, you know, seal the deal. Now, that kind of behavior, that kind of ability does happen, but it's not something I advocate for because it requires um, a lot of... Uh, all I say skill and pizzazz and some let's say it involves some DNA let me put it that way 
you know, the whole thing of having the right look, having the right walk, having the right talk, that involves some DNA. And I'd rather just pay attention to uh, methods of uh, selling and growing our businesses that anybody can apply. So if you're handsome, it'll work for you. If you're ugly, it'll work for you. If you're tall, it'll work for you. If you're sexy, it'll work for you. If you're not, it's still going to work. And that's by focusing much more on frameworks than everybody can apply. So that's why I don't um, talk about that holy grail of going in one time, you know, the one time close and then you just walk away uh, with all that money. Especially since for those of us who are service professionals, um, you know, wedding photographers, wedding planners, uh, or other kinds of businesses, maybe you you sell, uh, I don't know, insurance or something. So these are usually high priced products. And uh, the thing is, it's really hard to walk away with hundreds of thousands and millions of naira on a one time uh, close so your failure rate is going to be high and for most people that's going to be demoralizing so that's why I tend to stay away from that stuff but if you're looking at uh, breaking the elephant down uh, frameworks smaller steps things that you can handle um, it's a lot forgiving um, if it's a lot forgiving on your ego so if you walk in and you try to move things uh, one step and um, it didn't you know rejection hurts but uh, it's not going to be that bad as in you're trying to come in at a one-time close and then every single day you hear no, 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 no and you assume that um, it's because you are bad that you've not been able to um, seal the deal. So um, anyway, so in most situations, I would advise that for... Oh, luckily for us, the fuel queue is moving. Sorry, let me get the car in gear so that we can move along so we can drive ahead because you know how it is in these in these streets. Um drivers over here try to be sharp they try to be crafty so if you do not move immediately someone cuts in on the queue and then that's a whole other i can't believe this this guy fell asleep in front of the wheel so that's a whole other um struggle in itself having to come out and then deal with people who are trying to be sharp and cut the queues okay i think we have moved Oh yeah, progress. We moved about 20 feet and I think we have come to another stop so I can continue with my recording now. Oh, sorry, that's the beeping. I didn't have my seat belt on. Oh dear, this is most unprofessional. Maybe I shouldn't have tried recording in the fuel queue. I should have put this on video. I think you guys would have found this more entertaining. Me trying to drive all slick and record at the same time. Okay, now back to where was I? Gosh, I've lost my train of thought. Okay, yes, anyway, uh, breaking down the elephant into smaller parts. So let's focus on frameworks and let's not try and go in there with a uh, um, one-time close. Let's not uh, try and um, kill the huge elephant because in most situations, that is going to be a big mistake. Because um, for the average person and for most situations, you'll find that selling is a game of inches. So we come in today, we've just met the person, we build some rapport, maybe we have some understanding, and then we move things forward one inch at a time. So today, you move the agenda forward a little bit. Tomorrow, you move the agenda forward a little bit. 
and then the day after and then the day after and so that's how it happens so yes you can go in there theoretically it's possible that you can go in there your wedding planner you charge 800k it is possible to go in there and get that 800 on the first visit but you'll find that for most people and for most situations is that you'll meet you at the bridal show today and then you hook up with them again next week and then maybe two or three other meetings and then you get your 800k deposit so that's a better way of trying to look at it so we're going to gain progress and traction by doing things one small step at a time and that is the benefit of trying to go with okay not the benefits uh, that's more like the philosophy of trying to go with a sales um, a framework approach rather than coming in with a one-time close so uh, that's that's it basically it's a game of inches you go you try and move things forward one step at a time and uh, you can't do that reliably if you do not have some sort of framework and just like i said in the last episode if you're worried or rather if you're wondering about what kind of frameworks uh, to use then keep on listening and following um, over here on the podcast because those are the sorts of things that we talk about over here on the show and then if you go and look at previous episodes that have no like and trust or trust need help and hurry uh, in the title, you'll be exposed to some um, ideas that people have promoted in the past, especially ideas um, around uh, Tom Hopkins material. And Tom Hopkins is an American sales trainer that I discovered a couple of years ago who is uh, from the real estate uh, space. And so this whole thing of uh, help, need, sorry, trust, need, help and hurry is um, a framework that is attributed to him and his um, business partner. So uh, yeah, hang in here. You're going to hear more stuff. Or after you're done listening to this episode, if you're a first time listener, those are the cues to look at when you skip back to um, other episodes. So if you are afraid of selling because you don't know how to go in there and then kill the elephant, then have no fear. The one-time close is kind of like a myth anyway. Most people regard it to be a myth, but actually it does, um, it does happen. But you don't have to worry about going there and killing the elephant. You can actually take things one bite at a time and have a much more structured and framework-oriented process. So thanks again for listening to episode 327 of the Sales from the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thanks for your time and attention. If you have found anything useful here on the show and it's your first time listening, remember to subscribe so that you get all this juicy goodness. The next time you whip out your phone and the episode drops, you get a ping, you get a notification and you get a download. And then also share with your friends, family and associates so that they know especially if you're Nigerian, that there are other things to listen about, sorry, listen to um, in the business and the personal development space. We don't always have to listen to gossip and just uh, podcasts all the time or listen to political podcasts that get you angry because you have to queue for five hours um, trying to buy um, fuel. And then, like I've been saying this past couple of episodes, especially now that we're in the period of Lent, also let your enemies and your uh, competitors know about this podcast as well. Because if you're going to be an ethical and a charitable Christian, you want to make sure that everybody thrives and grows, including your enemies as well. So don't just share with your friends, share and recommend to your enemies as well. So thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.